Live from the Export Beer Garden Studios, this is an abridged version of the Agenda podcast for Friday the 16th of February. The Agenda, an alternative commentary collective podcast. Day four of the second test against uh, South Africa promises to be historic lane and it is starting in just 20 minutes at the time of recording this so you'll forgive us if we're a little bit brief today. Because we've got to get on and do the commentary don't we? Got to get on and do the commentary. I am very excited about this match. We'll get on to it in just a second but how's the body feeling after the Bronco? Not too bad. Yeah. I am not too bad. Like uh, I must admit I bent over this morning and felt my hammies. Yeah. Yeah I felt my hammies but I was quite stoked with our effort. Yep, I don't, very I don't know if we can say what our times are because no. they put the video out. Although we definitely both said our times on the commentary yesterday. <laughs> um, <coughs> Bowden Barrett and Cam Regard have nothing to worry about. Oh no, but there is a surprise upset. Oh, a very surprise you upset. Tune into our socials today to check it out. Um, yep. The TAB challenged us. There was um, Blake Ashford. There was Paul Mawadi, myself, Manai yep. Stewart, and Jeremy Wells. Uh, big crowd too turned up. But like huge crowd. There was corporate tents. Yeah, was everything. Gazebos. Um, <laughs> they were, may or may not have been there for the touch tournament. Who are we to yeah, say? Is that, and Monty Beatham, good hype guy. Monty Beatham, great hype guy. He was giving me heaps as I was running. He was sort of like running backwards alongside me, <laughs> interviewing me. He <laughs> came up to me and I was like, <laughs> Yeah. As I told him about um, how I'd had a big feed of KFC the night before, obviously, <laughs> Valentine's Day. And yeah. he's just like, How long did it take you to do the. A bucket of KFC, I was like, four minutes, 11. He took that as me bragging. I was like, no, bragging about my KFC, <laughs> deleting not, expertise. Not running. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, how's that 411 feeling now? I was like, no, I'm saying the KFC bucket. Anyway, okay. uh, that video will be out at some point, so look forward to that. As Lane said, huge, huge upset in there, so keep an eye out for that one. Day three recap, disaster is the headline, really, for us, isn't it, Lane? Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, you know, Ooh, yeah. It was it was tedious for most of it, right up until about the third session where we started getting going a little bit, a few yeah. wickets started to fall, and then we went in. And it couldn't have gone much worse than with two balls left to go in the day's play, Conway just gets absolutely cleaned up by the pedo, and, uh, yeah. and we finished the day on 40 for one. We're still 227 runs away from a record chase at Seddon Park and an historic victory over South Africa. So we just leaked too many runs. Yeah. Just going back to their innings, we leaked. Oh yeah, way too many runs. It was so frustrating to watch. Anyway, steady the ship. Tom Latham in there. They'll be looking their first goal. Get it under two hundred, the yep. target. Their next goal, get it under one fifty. Getting one hundred, and then we're there. Figure we got, it out. Yeah, we figure it out from there. And if that takes us all day, would you be happy enough with that? Absolutely happy with that. If it, ta- if, if it goes into tomorrow, I don't care. Yeah. But we just cannot be five down. Yeah. Because we start expose our tail, which starts at eight with Matt Henry. Yeah. The top six, the top six today have to win us this test. Well, that is their top, job. Top five remaining. Yeah. Top five remaining. Yeah. The bowlers did their job. O'Rourke nine wickets on debut. What a I mean nine what nine for. 90-something. Nine for 93. Yeah. Uh, I took a five for in the second um, in the second innings. What a test debut. That is a new best mark by a New Zealander on debut over, uh, on test match debut over the two innings. Yeah. Uh, who what had the record up until then? He's a spinner. Yes. He is. Mark, He's, Mark. He took eight for 188 against the West Indies in 2014. He has two first names. Mark, Craig, David. Mark, Craig. Mark, Craig. (laughs) Craig, David. Mark, Craig is the man. Um, So, yeah, that was an historic um, effort from O'Rourke. God, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? I don't 
If he never played again for the Black Caps. I think he would have been happy with a one wicket yeah. on debut. But he got nine. Good on him. Maybe maybe have ruled out Wagner for the Aussie series because you think they're going to bring back Jameson. So you've got Jameson, O'Rourke, uh, Southie and Henry. You're saying for the tests? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm picking for the tests against Aussie. Those four pacemen uh, are going to be in the team. Why wouldn't we have Trent Bolt in the team? He's not available. He's only doing T20s. Oh, he's only doing yeah. T20s, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that whole contract thing with Trent Bolt, I was just like... Oh, maybe. Look, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just presuming that's the case. But um, look, there may be a change of heart. And if he's available for test matches, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so this morning then, Lane, where's the money going? I know you've sprinkled a bit around. It's on New Zealand at the moment. I've sprinkled quite a lot on um, Kane Williamson. Yeah. I've got him top scoring for us. I've got... Uh, money on Latham and Williamson getting 50s. Yeah, because uh, they need to. Yeah, and I've just gone for a bit of a silly one with um, the first sessions. I quite like the first session bets. Well, because if you win, you can reinvest. Yeah, so basically for the first um, session, I've got um, one plus runs being scored off any two of the first three balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow Jen on that one too. <laughs> um, so, like, that just has to be a single and a two or whatever because – Thing is, I find out about the South African bowlers. They may be trundling kind of clubbies, mm. but they're dangerously accurate. They're always making us play. Yeah, like we bowled too many of. They allowed them to leave the ball, but they punish just punishingly on the off stump the whole time. They're yeah. quite relentless. So that's I've, why I'm thinking we're going to get those runs. I find the Mariki bowler to be like that. You yeah. can see exactly what he's doing, every, or she, every time they bowl the ball, and it's like I'm going to. Wide Yorker, Wide Yorker, this one's coming back on the thing. And there's never like a, ooh, that was a loosener, you when know? You say she, what do you, do you not, you don't, you're not saying... I don't want to presume the agenda. Okay, right. right. Okay, fair enough. Ricky Bowler, you, you watch them bowl today and okay. you make your own decisions. Um, but yesterday we were talking on the commentary uh, about, in sort of the waning times where we were really, really struggling to get a wicket. We're talking about most embarrassing sporting stories. Yeah. Um, for me, there was a time where I ran out for the Waimati under-18s and uh, was really giving it to the boys, cheering them up, and then was reminded by the coach, hey, you're actually starting on the bench, so if you could get <laughs> off the fucking field, you loser, <laughs> go and sit down, and then I had to sit down uh, yep. and really copped it from the rest of the boys. Um, there was a time at a representative basketball tournament where I had my shot blocked and then was dunked on by the same player down the other end of mm. the... Um, Oh, double whammy. Yeah, very confronting. I think I was like 16 playing against 17-year-olds. Mm. I had not seen a person dunk in the flesh. And he did it on top of <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, got a first row seat to that one. Um, but what about yourself? You oh, my, mine has to be my, at my end of my touch career. Yeah. Uh, that, I think I've told you this one, and it's down at Victoria Park. which And I've never played a game of touch since, and this was 10 years ago. Not played ever since. And we used to play down there quite a lot, and we played a, fam, a Tongan family. Oh, yeah. Down there. And they, the family team. They, they ended a family team. So you had mum, dad, and then you know, there was about three or four kids and a few cousins. So there was the mum and dad were the playmakers. They were like, you know, and yeah. they were tidy operators. They were very well drilled. Yeah. Um, anyway, we didn't have a bad team either. But then I got put into a gap about kind of just before halfway, short ball in the gap. They weren't like, you know, when you coast, when someone hits the gap and they beat the defensive line. And I started coasting and I yep. just took the – Took the bra, took, and I just slowed down, turned down a couple of gears as I trotted to the line. And then I could hear behind me, like, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I turned around, and the mum, the, <laughs> the Tongan mum, who was a short squat, but she was a ball of muscle, yeah. was like, funny after me. And I got the fright of my life. And I turned, and I was like, shit, she's going to catch me. And then I tried to accelerate. I tripped, 
I've tripped over my own feet. Um, this is I'm talking Vic Park summer here, so it's concrete, the ground. Yeah. I trip, I fall, I smack my head on the ground, the ball bobbles forward. I am semi conscious, a metre short of the line, oh. and then she comes and picks up the ball. Doesn't doesn't ask for my welfare or anything. I come to Shake my head and I was like, what the fuck? And I look up and all my teammates are all rolling around on the floor laughing. <laughs> the whole sideline is laughing. I got up. I got, I was a little bit dizzy. I walked off the field. I got in my car and I've never played touch again. <laughs> God, really? bless, God, bless, God bless that Tongan mum. She, she had some wheels. You know, you know, you know, those, you know those people that are quite short and squat, but... Just their legs go, like, at 100 miles an hour. Joe Jury does this. Yeah. He's got um, Fred Flintstone sort of legs. Yeah. You, know, you see the Fred Flintstone legs yeah. hanging out the bottom of his roller thing there? Just fried of my life. Yeah. yeah nearly yeah. killed myself. Absolutely mowed you Never down. Um, and just finally on cricket, uh, Ralph Harris, someone's finally put a stop to him. Uh, he's been out there doing all sorts of uh, dastardly deeds, but he's finally been caught. Harris-Ralph's uh, contract was cancelled by the Pakistani Cricket Board on Thursday after he refused to tour Australia for a three-tier series last year. Um and he's also been banned from T20 leagues until June 30th. When does the T20 World Cup start? Oh, about <clears throat> then. About then. So I reckon they've done themselves a solid and let his ban come up at the, you know, just yeah, at the yeah. start of selection for the T20 World Cup. Well, like I don't blame Rolf Harris for not wanting to tour Australia. Well, know? he's not popular there. No, not very. Not, no, I mean, that's his, his, his country of origin, but... Um, he hasn't been back there in a long nah, time. I know, he, yeah. And I, I dare say they would have tore his um, thing up at customs anyway. Yeah, so. he would have opened up some old wounds. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so that's the cricket wrapped up. A quick break here, and we'll be back with more of the agenda. NRL Lane, yes. the National Rugby League, the first preseason game, if you can believe this, was last night. <laughs> the, Where do uh, they play? The, do they have to water the crap out of the grounds? Because like, how hard is the ground going to be over in Aussie? Oh, yeah, when there's like it's like 30 degrees. Yeah. They played this, uh, it was Bulldogs versus the Storm. I forget the name of the Bulldogs' home ground, but they played it there. Uh, 24-12, you can't really read too much into pre-season yeah. games at all. But the, but the most exciting thing was Ryan Pappenhausen was back. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's the guy who looks like um, Sonic the Hedgehog. He's got the big flowing mullet yeah. out the back. He's the fullback for the Storm. And uh, when he runs, he puts his head down. And he looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Just like a, the chin to the chest. That's very Bodie. Chin to the chest, yeah. Bodie Barrett does that. When yeah. he sees a gap, his chin goes down. and Yeah, yeah and that's just pure exertion. Um, he had shattered his kneecap into, I think, 16 pieces <laughs> a couple of years ago. Came back and within about two games last year um, had that horrific... Uh, ankle break, you know, where the foot comes out to the yeah. side. Yeah, so uh, a hell of a couple of years for a little Pappy, little Pappenhausen. Uh, but he is back for the storm, and we wish him the best. The NRL All Stars are tonight. If you haven't already, go back and listen to our interview with uh, Adam Blair from earlier this week. He is the cap, uh, the coach. I keep wanting to say captain. He's the coach of the uh, Māori All-Stars, and they're playing tonight at 7.30pm. That one's going to be live on Sky Open. Yep. So if you've just got free to air TV, you can watch that. Which will be awesome. Uh, the old primes. If yeah. people don't go, well, I haven't got Sky Open. It's the old prime channel. You do have yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So just go and find that. 7.30 p.m. NRL game is just the bee's knees. On a Friday night, Yeah. you get home, you unwind for a little bit. You've probably got tea sussed by then. Crack a beer, watch the NRL All-Stars game. You don't have to get up tomorrow. You don't have to get up tomorrow until, like, at the worst, you might have to get up at 11 to watch the Black Caps yeah. continue in historic run chase. But kid, kid, no kids sport, <clears throat> so there's no excuses. Oh, it's just tremendous. Um, and the Warriors play on Sunday. They're playing their first uh, <clears throat> preseason game 
RTS back into the squad and Andrew Webster was asked about RTS by every journalist who came within a kilometre of him for the last year. Um, but most recently he said there are certain habits and things that he's picked up that he's had to correct and get back to rugby league and he has done a really good job. But it made me think what kind of things could he possibly have picked up while he was playing rugby? Like, is he trying to clean rucks out? Could you imagine they get up to play the ball and RTS just comes out and grass cuts the guy playing the ball? Yeah, I don't know. Is, it, <clears throat> is, don't he, know. is he kicking too much? Is he resetting scrums too often? Yeah, I know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't... What it'll be, it'll be little things like field position where he stands when they're running the ball, like he'll yeah. just be a step too flat or like yeah. he's trying to tackle in a certain way. But uh, he's, I mean, I'd, I'd say it would come back to him pretty quickly. I reckon it would. Yeah. I reckon it would, and I'm very excited to see how he goes. And I also love these kind of preseason things because there's not a lot of times where you would see someone of RTS's calibre lining up in a preseason yeah. match like that. So you're going to have some like reserve grade guys who are just like trying to find their feet, probably haven't played first grade before. And then you got RTS coming And you got at you. RTS coming at you, and it's like, oh, Jesus, how are we going to figure that out? So that is going to be very exciting to see. And Super Rugby, the preseason continues. Feels like it's been going on for a minute now. Um, three games this afternoon, yep. and you are commentating one of them. Yeah, so myself, Tony Lyle, and James McConey are commentating the Blues versus the Chiefs at 4pm this mm-hmm. afternoon. Uh, it's from Onyua Domain, home of the mini Battle of the Bridges between North Harbour and Auckland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is on NZR Plus and Sky Sport. Um, so check that out. Free on NZR Plus. You just have to download that app and it's, it's free. Or if you've got Sky, you can watch that. So, yeah, that's going to be good. I mean, we got, got given the brief by New Zealand Rugby. Yeah. Have a bit of fun with it. They all say that. They all say that until they get it. Um, oh, yeah. So tune in. You could, <coughs> you could hear a game of two halves. You could hear an ACC commentary in the first half yeah. and full missionary position in the second. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, Hurricanes versus Moana Pacifica, that's at 2.30 in Wellington. Crusaders versus Highlanders in Methvin, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, Methvin. This, I used to love these because growing up down south, you'd only get a Crusaders game in your neck of the woods, you know, just in pre-season. Yeah. And the place would pack out. Everyone's there. Everyone loved to see it. And still, to this day, one of my most traumatic sporting viewership mem- memories, watching Willie Hines snap his shin clean in half, mm. non-contact injury, was just trying to step, and oh. his leg just exploded. And you could hear it echo around Alpine Energy Stadium down there in Timaru. Gross. <laughs> I love Methvin. We, it's, got a, it's a place dear to my heart. Really? We tried to have a, do a snow festival there, oh, yeah. and we wanted to call it Methfest. Yep. Makes sense. Apparently... They didn't, weren't keen on that. They said it would attract a different kind of crowd. <laughs> I don't think a meth head's out there going, oh, they've got one for us. You know, I think, I think people, even meth heads would have been like, oh, I get, I get the pun, you know? Yeah, I know. It was funny. It never, got because, off the, it never got off the ground. Because if that's how easy advertising was, we'd all be billionaires, <laughs> you know? If you, Imagine if you did meth fest and just got glo- went global and just meth heads from around the world meth came fest. to meth fest. Yeah. Have you heard about what's going on down in New Zealand? They got they've, a myth. Fe- they've, they've got, got a myth fest. Beast. <laughs> it's like it's like Burning Man, <laughs> but you're just burning yourself out. Um, so yeah, oh. as, as I said, Hurricanes playing at two thirty. Yep. Saders, Landers, Blues, Chiefs, and Lane and McConey and Lyle will be commentating that at four pm. And just quickly before we have to get out of here for the cricket coverage, uh, the Great Lynn Woolworths has deployed a range of measures to address a bird issue. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is getting out of control now, isn't it? It this, is. This whole supermarket wildlife situation. It's it's hilarious. We were talking about it on the commentary the other day, but they've released the, like a formal statement about how seriously they're taking it. Birds can carry diseases that kill humans. It's 
Fucking big. When was the last bird that killed someone? Bubonic plague, surely. Surely, <laughs> back in the day. Um, or make them seriously ill and can contaminate food. Supermarkets are ideal for pests to live and multiply it as they have food, warmth, and shelter. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we took your text the other day. The Fjord Lamusa, I think, was seen at the town out yeah. of Foursquare. Um, the Waitakere Yeti was up in Walkworth. How terrifying would it be from an animal, though, if you go into a supermarket? Imagine you found yourself in the meat produce section. You'd be like, Ah, those sparrows will be looking at those chickens that have been skinned and bagged. Oh my like, god, have you seen what they're doing in there? Fuck I mean, man. like, it's whole rows of slaughtered animals, and yeah. these animals are like, get me the fuck out of this place immediately. <laughs> and then so people are going, kill them, and like, no, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> It's a, it's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. It's grounds for a horror movie. Um, and to a final story, we talked about yesterday at the Super Bowl. Uh, there was a, a shooting at the Super Bowl, yeah. and I don't know if you saw who uh, the victim was. It was a radio DJ. Was was the only person that's been reported killed right now. And, it, you know, my pessimistic mind sort of goes to pulling you behind the curtain in radio. Every time a big sponsor comes to us, they want the same thing. They want something to go viral. They want everyone to talk about it. This guy's and when I was in charge of coming up with promos for Hodaki, I would reply to any of them with public beheading. If you want something viral, if you want, if, like if we could just summon up a viral video out of our ass, we'd do it. But uh, so I think what's happened here is that that radio station's received a brief. Yep. They said we want viral, we want talkability, we want everybody in the world talking about it. And they that, said I've got an idea for you. To shoot the DJ in the head. At the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl Parade. That's a big call. Yep, that's uh, a huge call. It's a big call. Hey, uh, do you like Super Bash? It starts next week uh, on Tuesday, the Super Bash. Oh, no, not next week. week after. Sorry, the 27th uh, after the, uh, the double headers at uh, Eden Park. So if you want to go hit a six, win a $5,000 actually. Plus we've got $1,000 cash to give away with the topper leader NZ seventh ball. So you get six balls you face. We give you a free one. Hit that for six, you get 100 bucks. Uh, yeah, get on to it. The Gelux Super Bash. Um, get online and check that out. Beaut. All right, we're going to get out of here because I can see the Black Caps starting to uh, make their way down towards the pitch. Uh, enjoy your cricket today. Please do join us on iHeartRadio, and we will see you on Monday for another episode of the Agenda Podcast. You've been listening to the ACC's Agenda Podcast. <laughs> For more episodes, subscribe on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.